a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Good afternoon. KSL News Time is 12 o'clock noon. Today is Thursday, July 21st, and this is Utah's Noon News. I'm Maria Shaleos. It's sunny in downtown Salt Lake City and a toasty 93 degrees. Southbound crash in Sunset. I'm Len Thomas. KSL's top story this hour, the Orem City Council is getting closer to possibly letting voters decide on a split from the Alpine School District. KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe explains. The City Council is reviewing the results of a feasibility study on the split. The the study looked at several outcomes based on whether voters also pass a $595 million bond proposed by the district. And it found that the biggest increase in property taxes would come if Orem splits, the bond passes, and the new district also passes its own bond. That additional bond would then be used to fix safety issues with several schools in case of an earthquake, but that's just one of six scenarios. Only one option would have a tax decrease. If the district splits and the bond does not pass, the people left in the Alpine district would have a slight decrease in property taxes. The public will be able to ask questions and make comments a week from today at the next city council meeting in Orem. Amy Kobabe, KSL News Radio. UTA is expanding their rapid transit system through parts of Weber State University just in time for the fall semester. Part of the Ogden Express will be up and running on August 29th. It's an electric bus that will run between the D Event Center, Wildcat Village, and Central Station at the center of Weber State campus every 10 minutes. Now that line will soon extend to downtown Ogden. KSL's top national stories. President Biden tests positive for COVID-19. ABC medical contributor Dr. Darian Sutton explains what might complicate a clear road to recovery for the president. He still does have some moderate risk secondary to his age. Also, as a physician, I'm closely paying attention to his past medical history. The president has a history of things such as atrial fibrillation and high cholesterol, which don't have a compounded known effect on the outcomes of COVID-19. It's believed to be the first coronavirus infection for the 79-year-old leader. The White House says the president is experiencing mild symptoms. We are also standing by for a White House briefing from the White House doctor to talk about the president's condition. The first lady, on the other hand, is not showing signs of any infection. First lady Jill Biden tested negative for COVID-19 this morning in Detroit per her office and will keep her full schedule today in Michigan and later in Georgia. Dr. Biden is considered a close contact of President Biden, who tested positive for COVID-19 Thursday morning. The first lady's office says she will follow CDC guidance on masking and distancing. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. The House has passed a bill that would codify the right to use contraceptives. Here's what it 
sounded like. The bill is passed without objection. A motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The bill now heads to the Senate where it would need the support of 10 Republicans to reach the president's desk. The House also passed a bill earlier this week to ensure protections for same-sex marriage. Speaker Nancy Pelosi says they need to establish these protections before the court decides to overturn any other legal precedents. We knew that if you are rejecting privacy in the Constitution and rejecting precedent in the court, we're in a dangerous situation. All four of Utah's Republican congressmen voted for the bill to protect same-sex marriage. Other national stories we are following. South Texas officials are meeting to determine the career future of the embattled Uvalde School District Police Chief Pete Arredondo. The Uvalde School District's Board of Trustees will go behind closed doors, which is allowed under state law because a personnel matter is being discussed. The only item on the agenda for that executive session is a recommendation to terminate Pete Arredondo as district police police chief. Arredondo has been assigned a large part of the blame for the halting police response to the Robb Elementary School massacre. After the closed-door session, the school board will vote in public on Arredondo's employment. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. One of the former Minneapolis police officers convicted of violating George Floyd's civil rights was sentenced to two and a half years in federal prison. Police say Lane and two others did not stop their colleague Derek Chauvin from causing the death of George Floyd in May of 2020. A judge ruled that Thomas Lane had a minimal role in that incident. KSL Newstime 1204. The heat wave blanketed much of the U.S. and it is hitting working Americans particularly hard. Deontay Parks digs graves at the Mississippi Cemetery. I try to do is just try to stay hydrated and, and try to get many things as I can to keep from cramping up and having muscle spasms. Daily temperatures in Mississippi this week are hovering just under 100 degrees. Firefighters say the Halfway Hill fire in Millard County is now 55% contained. Utah Fire Info says they are chipping brush and large wood that was cut to build build a fire line as part of their rehabilitation efforts. Four people suspected of leaving a campfire before it was completely out have been charged with starting that fire. In the fight against the dozen or so active wildfires in Texas, relief might literally be on the horizon. Rain has begun to fall in parts of the burn zone. The rain is a good thing, of course, in terms of fighting the fires. The potential wind and lightning that could come with it might be disastrous. In the meantime, Kelly Harris has been helping to move livestock to safety in Somerville County, southwest of Fort Worth. It's a 24-7 process. (laughs) She says some animals have already been lost to the flames. They don't know where to go. They don't know how to go or what to do when the fire's coming. Others will be sold off because the pastures where they were grazing have been reduced to ashes. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Coming up on KSL, a kayaker in Florida survived after getting stranded in shark-infested waters. And a look at your new time drive. Smooth moving on the freeways in a new hour, but a crash southbound I-15 in Sunset at 1800 North taking a right lane. Len Thomas from the KSL Traffic Center. KSL News Time, 1206. The GOP have picked up a million voters in the last year. Folks are unhappy with the economy. Changing a party affiliation is more primary election centric. Just ask Alexa. Play KSL News Radio. Texting privacy policy in terms of conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, stop, stop. My drinking had become a problem. 
too many nights waking up at 3 a.m., sweating, head pounding, self-loathing, and anxiety hitting me hard. Thinking, how did I do this again? What's wrong with me? Why can't I stop? If you're finally ready to stop drinking completely or just want to drink less, Naltrexone could help you. Naltrexone is an FDA-approved medication that reduces cravings and pleasure from drinking, making it easier to drink less or quit alcohol altogether. And you can see improvement almost immediately. Whether your challenges with alcohol are mild, moderate, or severe, or health makes it simple to get started with treatment. Just text PROBLEM to 323232 to get a secure link to our private online assessment. One of our licensed medical professionals will evaluate your assessment, and if medication is right for you, prescribe it directly online. We'll deliver your prescription right to your front door. No doctor's office visits required. You really can stop drinking or just drink less. Text PROBLEM to 323232 to get started today. Text the word PROBLEM to 323232. Text PROBLEM to 323232. Listen up, y'all. This is the best dadgum sharpshooting cowgirl in the West. And I'm here talking about target practice, breeding ground for wildfires. Here's how to keep them from spreading. Clear your backdrop of dry grass and rock and always have water on hand to snuff out pesky sparks. Back round from them Jones boys kept having shootouts in the dry grassy field outside of town. They're the reason it's a ghost town. Don't been burnt to a crisp. Shoot targets away from dry grass and rock. Use your fire sense. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis, and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get Mr. Max Performance Missionary Package. One performance suit, four in color stretch shirts, three ties, one mission belt, and one pair of Echo or Johnson & Murphy shoes. Just $595. Thank you for joining us for Utah's new news. Recapping one of our top stories, and that is that President Biden has tested, for, tested positive for COVID-19. We are standing by for a press conference or news briefing from the White House on that subject, so stay with us for more here on KSL News Radio. A miracle rescue at sea, and now the survivor and rescuer are speaking out. Davy Wright set out for a short fishing trip on his kayak in late June. At a sandbar, it was damaged. And around 11 p.m., the kayak started taking on water, eventually sinking, leaving him alone in shark-infested waters. I realize I'm in a horrible situation. Wright was in the water for five hours. The former Army Brown Beret, disoriented and dehydrated, says he made peace with dying. But he says just as he had given up hope, he spotted a boat. Around 4 a.m., Captain Tom Cornick saw Wright and threw him a life sling. Cornick ferried Wright back to the dock, and days later, a new friendship forged at sea. A leader from the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints is spending time in Rome taking part in a religious liberty summit. President Dallin H. Oaks gave a speech calling for a worldwide effort to defend and advance religious freedom. Deseret News reports the First Presidency and the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church have visited every continent but Antarctica to speak out about the importance and benefits of religious liberty. KSL News Time 1209. Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on the nines. Let's get the very latest on your drive with Len Thomas. Into the noon hour, it looks like everything is, uh, well, it's not moving that great in Sunset. Let's put it that way. A crash southbound I-15 at 18 North, 1800 North in Sunset has a trailer off the road. Management and emergency crews working on this, and it's blocking a right lane and making a very slow drive from the Hill Aerospace Museum and Roy at 5600 South. 
Also in Davis County, a crash northbound Legacy Parkway north of Glover's Lane in Farmington with the left lane closed there. When people don't expect you to have a clean car, it's pretty fun to prove them wrong. Visit your nearest quick quack location today. Surprise and shine. Len Thomas in the KSL Traffic Center. High pressure is moving positions, which will crank temperatures up to the triple digits today. Look for a high of 101 with mostly sunny skies. Overnight lows mild in the upper 70s and tomorrow flirting with a record high at 103 and partly cloudy skies. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Matt Johnson. We're already up to 96 degrees in downtown Salt Lake City. And coming up on Utah's new news, a BYU professor explains the origins of some common Utah-isms, words like potato bug, mountain, and we'll go in depth in just a few minutes on KSL News Radio. The Utah Association for the Education of Young Children, or UAEYC, has funds available for working early childhood professionals looking to receive an associate's or bachelor's degree. These scholarships are for early childhood degrees at public Utah colleges and universities. The benefits are fantastic, with scholarships covering up to 90% tuition and books, with additional inclusions for travel stipends and contract completion bonuses, release time reimbursement, and a lot of other support. To find out more about the Utah Association for the Education of Young Children Deadlines, funding and scholarship information, visit UAEYC.org. You can always reach out to TEACH Counselor Cindy by emailing at teach at UAEYC.org. This is a great opportunity to receive an associate or bachelor's degree plus starting your career off debt-free. Advance your career pathway and college journey today. Visit UAEYC.org. UAEYC.org. If you suffer from joint pain, arthritis, or an injury, you know the traditional treatments, pain meds and steroids, and then surgery, right? Well, here's some great news. There's a better way, a more natural way, and it's here in Utah now from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. The medical professionals at QC Kinetics are helping pioneer the next generation of pain treatments that help boost your body's ability to heal and restore itself, just the way it was designed to work. It's called regenerative medicine, giving you lasting relief. Listen, steroid shots are toxic to your joints. Pain meds are addictive and nobody wants to go under the knife. Time to check out QC Kinetics for any pain in any joints, knees, hips, shoulders, or back. Call now and schedule your free consultation. Call 385-766-1987. 385-766-1987. QC Kinetics, 385-766-1987. Okay, that's good. Whoa, whoa, Dave! Sorry, I'll go grab some paper towels. You can't let Dave pour things. He works at JCW's. They fill stuff up past the brim over there, like their milkshakes. They're thick, rich, and oh my gosh. Delicious? Oh no. Dave's filling up Crystal's car for her. Dave, stop! Hey, this is Clark for JCW. Stop into any of our five locations today. We're located in American Fork, Thanksgiving Point, Provo, South Jordan, and our new location in Harriman. Come in and see why at JCW's we believe in quality and a lot of it. Calling all adventurers. Come visit us at one of our three locations, Castle Country RV and Helper in Logan or Legacy RV in Salt Lake City. We have the best selection of RVs at the best prices. We won't be beat, and with over 400 units in stock, all 2022 models must go to make room for the 2023 models. So stop by your local Castle Country or Legacy RV dealership today. Powered by the Haugen RV Group. Adventure without limits. 
Now's the perfect time to fly over to Box Elder County. Visit Bear River Bird Refuge and see thousands of birds. Check out visitboxeldercounty.com for more information. Wish your life came with a warning app? That dog does not want to be petted. (laughs) Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. KSL News Time, 1215. The three things you need to know this hour first. Utah's housing market has some of the most new housing unit permits in the last year, showing growth is continuing even as the housing shortage continues. I'm KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe. Second Orem City Council will soon decide whether to let the city split off from the Alpine School District and make their own school district. Third hour. Uh, biggest traffic trouble spot. Here's Len Thomas. We've got a couple of crashes in Davis County, one in Sunset and one in Farmington. Len Thomas in the KSL Traffic Center. Today's the first of a three-day triple-digit stretch. I'm Matt Johnson. And right now, 96 degrees in downtown Salt Lake City and time for KSL's top national stories. From ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. After testing positive for COVID earlier today, President Biden is isolating at the White House and still working. The White House press secretary says the president is taking the antiviral Paxlovid to treat mild symptoms and able to fully perform his duties. ABC News chief medical correspondent Dr. Jennifer Ashton says the 79-year-old will likely remain at his residence. The White House very, very capable of monitoring heart function, respiratory function, um, basic kidney and liver function at the White House. Um, So really, it would only be in terms of requiring additional observation or medical treatment or diagnostics that would require him being moved to Walter Reed Medical Center. The president receiving well wishes from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi at a briefing. Pelosi says the positive test is a reminder this pandemic is not over. None of us is immune from it, including the president of the United States. And we really have to be careful. Federal prosecutors wrapped their case yesterday in the contempt of Congress trial for Steve Bannon. Today, the defense announced it would not present a case or call witnesses. Instead, they're asking the judge to hear arguments to dismiss the case. The former Trump advisor is criminally charged for not complying with the House Select Committee subpoena. Tonight, the committee holds its latest public hearing on the January 6th investigation. It will focus on the actions of former President Trump as the riot unfolded at the Capitol. Here's ABC's Rachel Scott. ABC News has learned the committee obtained outtakes from remarks Trump made following the insurrection. Sources say he struggled to say the election was over and condemn the rioters. His top lawyer, Pat Cipollone, says he pleaded with him to call off the mob. The committee says there will be new clips of his testimony. One of the four police officers involved in the killing of George Floyd sentenced today, former Minneapolis police officer Thomas Lane, received two and a half years in prison on a federal civil rights charge. You're listening to ABC News. Time for the KSL In-Depth. The many common Utah expressions, think scones instead of fry bread, mountain instead of mountain, can be traced back to Utah's early pioneers. BYU linguistics professor Dave Eddington surveyed hundreds of Utahns about these speech patterns. He joins me now live on the KSL Newsline. Uh, good afternoon, Professor. How are you doing, Maria? Doing very well, thank you. What are some of the most common Utahisms that you researched? Well, one thing that I found is that it's very hard to find things that are uniquely Utah. But if you want to start off, what are two uniquely Utah things? Mm-hmm. Slough school, meaning to skip school. Very rare outside of Utah. And I would say Utah and uh, southern Idaho. The other one would be uh, calling fry bread scones. Outside of Utah, a scone is a little biscuit sort of thing. It's not fry bread. So those are the two 
most uniquely Utah things I've been able to find. So what does your research show you about our roots? Well, Utah, rep, the speech of Utah comes from several different sources that, that uh, represent where people came from. For example, Utah has the highest percentage of people from English descent, so we would expect to see some, maybe something from England. And there are two things. Uh, one, I think, if you go to the town of Hurricane in southern Utah, most people in southern Utah pronounce it hurricane. Mm-hmm. And people snicker and think that's some sort of a, a mispronunciation. No, it's actually just the British pronunciation of the word. Mm-hmm. Anything else that uh, you found exceptional about some of these Utah-isms? Um, How about yeah, things like the word ignorant? Kind of, like um, that was one word that like, was used very commonly yeah. in the past. Yeah, and it's kind of died out. You know, for for ignorant meaning for rude and. Uh, I actually found that's a Britishism. Hmm. You'll find it used in, in Great Britain. And so, I'm sorry, yeah, I, I interrupted one, another you. One, Go ahead. That's okay. Yeah, another uh, English, possible English influence is if I ask you, for, for example, do you ski, you could say, I used to or I used to do. Hmm. Marianne DePaul at the University of Utah believes that that is, was brought here by the, the English immigrants. Because it kind of sounds odd to to American ears, but not to English ears. I used to do or I could have done, for example. And so that's possibly due to English influence. Uh, Another one that we can can attribute to Danish influence. Now, now Utah has lots and lots of people. There are lots of Danes in Utah. And there are lots of Norwegians in uh, Minnesota. And Utah and Minnesota have something in common. And that's the expression... Instead of how cute, how cool, how gross, for cool, for cute, for gross. Well, that's exactly how you you uh, would start an expression like that in Scandinavian languages. Professor, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us today. You're welcome. And live on the KSL Newsline, that is BYU linguistics professor Dave Eddington as we approach the Pioneer Day holiday. Interesting to take a look at our roots as far as language goes. KSL Newstime, 1219. Let's check your traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on the nines. Len? Well, the crash southbound at 15 at 1800 North and Sunset has a trailer off the road. Emergency crews working on this, blocking a right lane and traffic crawling from Riverdale Road. Also in Davis County, a crash northbound Legacy Parkway north of Glover's Lane in Farmington has a left lane close and it's bogging traffic from Farmington 1700 South. Healthy, fresh lunch in Salt Lake City is at the Nauvoo Cafe. Delicious options include handcrafted sandwiches, unique soups, rich salads, and famous homemade pot pies. Visit the Nauvoo.com. Len Thomas from the KSL Traffic Center. KSL 7-Day Forecast. Mother Nature's sauna continues to just keep giving. 101 today with mostly sunny skies. 103 tomorrow. That's one degree shy of a record and partly cloudy skies. Working into Saturday, 100 degrees and partly cloudy. As we move into Sunday, though, backing it off to 99, mostly sunny. Drier, cooler air expected. Temperatures as low as 97 early to middle of next week. From the KSL Weather Center... I'm Matt Johnson. Right now it's sunny, 96 degrees downtown. Seven-day forecast brought to you by Performance Automotive Bountiful. NMLS 1817019. What's a freedom loan? This is Rod with Lendrate Mortgage. Here's an example. On the day this ad was recorded, the largest credit union in Utah quoted a 30-year rate of 4.875% with over $8,000 in closing costs. Lendrite's freedom loan APR is... 
4.625% and covers 100% of the closing costs for the same $647,000 loan amount. So you get a quarter percent lower rate, a lower monthly payment, and we pay all the closing costs. Save thousands in upfront costs and get a lower rate. Call 801-APPROVE or visit LendRateMortgage.com. Declare freedom from higher rates and fees with the Freedom Loan. Call 801-APPROVE or visit LendRightMortgage.com. Across Utah's Hogel Zoo, the new day is heralded by some of nature's most recognizable calls. First, from the African savanna comes the unmistakable whoa as visitors witness the majesty of the elephant. Next, hear the ooh of thrilled children as the rocky shore's mighty polar bear swims right past the glass. And, of course, the ah as guests experience the thrill of an eye-level encounter with a full-grown Amor tiger in the Asian highlands. Finally, if one listens closely near the toddler gorilla, one may even hear the ah's elusive cousin, the Come experience distant wonders close to home. Reserve your tickets at hogelzoo.org. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. ED can have an impact on the man, the significant other, even overall happiness. Backed by over 50 clinical studies, our technology repairs blood vessels, improves circulation, and restores spontaneity, all without a pill. The best part of my job is talking to patients and hearing how their relationship has transformed because of our technology. If you're ready to treat the root cause problem of your ED and throw those pills away, call us right now and you'll qualify for the assessment, the exam, even the blood flow ultrasound at no charge. You'll also get a gift shown to produce immediate results to intimacy, plus free testosterone. You're going to love this. This is worth hundreds of dollars, and it's free to callers right now. 801-901-8000. That's 801-901-8000. Put a stop to your ED and get your love life back. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now. 801-901-8000. President Biden today uh, tested positive for COVID-19. Let's listen in now to White House briefing on his condition. I have the letter here and I just want to uh, read it through uh, so we can get started before we get started. This morning, as part of our routine screening program for the president, the SARS-CoV-2 virus was detected by antigen testing. This result was subsequently confirmed by a PCR test. Unquestioning, President Biden is currently experiencing mild symptoms, mostly a runny nose and fatigue, with an occasional dry cough, which started yesterday evening. Given that he meets USA Food and Drug Administration, FDA, emergency use authority criteria for Paxovid, I have recommended initiating such treatment. The president is fully vaccinated and twice boosted, so I anticipate that he will respond favorably as most, as most maximally protected patients do. Early use of Paxlovid in this case provides additional protection against severe disease. He will isolate in accordance with CDC recommendations 
I will keep your office updated with any changes in his condition or treatment plan. I also wanted to provide you with a brief readout of the president's activities today. The president has been working from the residents, like so many of us have during this pandemic, doing calls with senior staff, including the chief of staff, myself, and Dr. Ja, who's here with us. As, as we read out, the president also called Senator Casey, Representative Cartwright, mayors of Scranton, mayor of Wilkesboro, and Representative Clyburn. The president also called a few of his cousins from Scranton who were set to attend today's event in Pennsylvania. And he spoke with Ambassador Giddenstein and Cornyn. You all have seen the photo he posted on and the video that was just released to all of you out of transparency moments ago. The president will continue to work from the residence. Today, as you all know, as I just mentioned, and as we sent out earlier, Dr. Ashish Jha, our COVID-19 response coordinator, uh, is joining us today in the briefing room. And as I tweeted out earlier, Dr. Jha and I spoke to the president this morning, and he said he's feeling fine. He has a little dry, dry uh, cough, as I just mentioned from the doctor's letter, a little ro runny nose. Uh, he's feeling tired, but he's ver working very hard on behalf of the American people. And with that, Dr. Shaw. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm pleased to be with you. Um, so uh, as Corinne mentioned, I spoke to the president earlier. I also spoke uh, at length with Dr. O'Connor, who is um, the president's personal physician. And I'm happy to share the readout of these conversations with you, and then I'm happy to take questions. In terms of my conversation with the president, uh, he sounded great. I asked him, you know, Mr. President, how are you feeling? He said, I'm feeling fine. Um, he said he was, he was feeling fine. He had been working all morning. Uh, he hadn't even been able to finish his breakfast because he had just been busy. I encouraged him to finish his breakfast. Um, in terms of uh, my conversation with Dr. O'Connor, we, we talked at length about what happened this morning. Uh, as Corinne mentioned, uh, the president got his uh, regular testing that he does on his, on, on his regular cadence. Uh, after he tested positive, he reported uh, these symptoms that have been described. Dr. O'Connor examined him thoroughly, found his exam to be normal, to be at his baseline. Um, and, uh, and then obviously he recommended that the president take Paxlovid. Uh, the president accepted that recommendation and has started Paxlovid and has taken his first course already. Um, I want to also just take a minute to sort of mark this moment. You know, because the president is fully vaccinated, double boosted, his risk of serious illness is dramatically lower. He's also getting treated with a very powerful antiviral, and that further reduces his risk of serious illness. And it's a reminder of the reason that we all work so hard to make sure that every American has the same level of protection that the president has, that every American has the same level of immunity, and why we have worked so hard to make sure that people have access to life-saving treatments like Paxlovid. These are incredibly important things for the president to have. They're incredibly important things for every American to have. And we have worked very hard over the last 18 months to make sure we have plenty of vaccines, that we have plenty of therapies, that people can get tested on a regular basis, as the president does, because testing allows you to identify an infection early and get started with treatment early. 
And we all know from medicine that early treatment is always better. Um, let me also take a moment to talk about BA5. If you've listened to me at all in the last couple of weeks, uh, you heard me talk a lot about this subvariant of Omicron that is now 70, 80% of all infections in the United States. Um, it's a reminder to everyone, if you are over 50, the way I am, the way many of you might be, if you are over the age of 50 and if you've not gotten a vaccine shot in the year 2022, you need to go get one. You need to go get one now because it will dramatically improve your protect level of protection, reduce your risk of having serious illness. It's the best thing that people can be doing. Let me just finish by saying, obviously we work hard to protect the president, make sure he's, that he's been vaccinated and boosted, has access to treatments. We also have been working very, very hard to make sure every American has access to the same things. Because every American deserves access to the best vaccines, the best, best treatments, and they are widely available. And I want to use this moment to remind everybody of that and to remind everybody to avail themselves of that. Get vaccinated. If you have a breakthrough infection, get treated. It's the best thing you can do to protect yourself. Let me stop and take questions, and, and I know you will as well. We'll both take questions, but uh, go ahead, Nancy. Thank you so much, Dr. John. Has uh, the president been, been tested to determine which variant he has? Is it BA5? And if so, what does that say about his prognosis? It's a great question. Um, the virus has been sent off for sequencing. It takes usually about a week for that sequencing to come back. That's under normal circumstances. He's the president. The sequencing will get prioritized. So we should have an answer sooner than that. But you can't just tell from a regular test what kind of variant. So the sequencing results will be back at some point less than a week from now. And has the president had to halt any of his regular medications now that he's taking Paxlovid? And what are you doing to mitigate the risk from halting those medications? Yeah, so this is a, I had a conversation with, about this with Dr. O'Connor. There are two medicines. He's on Eliquist and Crestor, cholesterol-lowering medicine, and a blood thinner for his atrial fibrillation, both of which need to be stopped when you take Paxlovid. It's a very... Uh, standard common thing that we do when we give people Paxlovid. Um, and you don't need to do anything in those uh, circumstances. Uh, they, they both get stopped for the five days that he's on uh, Paxlovid, and then they get restarted, and it's totally fine and pretty normal practice. Okay. Where exactly was the president infected? Where was he infected? I, I don't think we know. Um, I certainly don't know if you, if you have any thoughts I, on I, that. Look, I, I don't think that that matters, right? I think what matters is we prepared for this moment. I think what matters uh, is what Dr. Jha just laid out. Uh, if we look at where we were, were a year and a half ago, this is a president, when he walked in, one of his first priorities was to make sure we had a comprehensive plan to get people vaccinated. And so now today, look, look to today, more and more people are getting closer to having a more normal life. Uh, vaccines are available. And as Dr. Jha said, if you have not gotten vaccinated, please do. If you have not, if you're, if you have not gotten boosted, please do. Uh, these are, uh, these are treatments that are going to keep you safe. And I think that's what matters here is making sure that we continue to do the work. And the good thing is that, uh, the president again has been, uh, uh vaccinated and double boosted. Uh, we know that rebound COVID cases have been a concern in some individuals who take Paxlovid. Uh, are there any precautions you can take to try and prevent that? And how concerned are you that could potentially uh, hinder his return to the office? It's a great question. Um, so let me tell you what we know about rebound. Um, so we've looked at the clinical data on this because if you, if you look at Twitter, things, it feels like everybody has rebound. 
but it turns out there's actually clinical data if you look at major health systems that have given out Paxlovid to tens of thousands of people. Rebound rates are around 5%. There are some studies that suggest maybe 7 8%, some that say it's 2%, but it's in the single digits. So it happens, it's not that frequent. But here's the key point about rebound, which is when people have rebound, they don't end up in the hospital, they don't end up particularly sick. And the goal of Paxlovid is to keep people from getting seriously ill. And so it continues to work. Um, you know, his physician is in charge of taking care of him. Obviously, the president will continue to be monitored, as he is. Um, but the Paxlovid is working really well at preventing serious illness, rebound or no rebound. And that's uh, why he was uh, offered it, and that's why the president took it. You mentioned the, the symptoms that the president has had so far, runny nose, fatigue, dry cough. What other symptoms are you looking out for at this point? Obviously, this is the beginning of this. And what would warrant hospitalization? So right now, he feels really well. Our expectation is that he's going to continue to, to have mild illness. Um, and he's going to be monitored for his symptoms. I mean, you ask him, you know, kind of every day. I asked him, like, how is he feeling? Is he having any other symptoms? He's not. And I think we're going to continue monitoring that. And, and, uh, and I don't, like, I think that that is the plan right now, is that he's going to get care uh, the way he would, um, I mean, I was going to say the way he would any other person. He's the president, so obviously uh, he gets uh, extra attention. But um, I, I don't think we have any uh, expectations of any other symptoms at this point. I'm going to go to the back. Go ahead, go ahead April. Um, I'm back. I want to follow up on that on a couple of questions. So if the, president's, if the president's oxygen level went down, would he be uh, a candidate to go to the hospital? I don't, so at this point, we don't I generally want to avoid hypotheticals. He is breathing well. His oxygen level is normal. Uh, and he's, you know, I was going to say resting comfortably. He's actually not resting comfortably. He's working comfortably uh, in his residence. Hypothetical in COVID, um, sir. Uh, and the next question: um, In this moment, we understand that the incubation of COVID is two to fourteen days. Has the White House reached out to those the president has been in contact with, personal in-person contact with, in that period of time? So CDC has very clear protocols on this um, in terms of when people are contagious, pre-symptoms. Uh, the White House Medical Unit is conducting right now a, um, a, co a contact tracing, and they are contacting every single person who meets the CDC definition of a potentially close contact. And speaking of the CDC, this last question. The CDC says if you are in a high-risk area, and a, a, a large swath of the nation is in a high-risk area, they recommend wearing masks indoors. In this White House, we're still seeing people back and forth. D.C. is, a high, is, is, is in that high category. Is there now a push to tell people to start wearing the masks indoors, especially as the president now we see his COVID? I, I actually, off the top of my head, can't remember where DC is on the on the um, on the uh, orange, yellow, green map. Uh, so I, I just, I'm not going to kind of do this off. Uh, but the bottom line is, we follow CDC guidelines, and the policy at the White House is to follow CDC guidelines uh, in terms of mask wearing uh, based on based on CDC's COVID community levels. Good, Ashley. Thank you. Um, will the president resume public events in five days if he tests negative, or will the White House be more cautious and have him isolate for 10 days? So the plan right now is to follow. It's actually, we do CDC guidelines, but we actually go beyond CDC guidelines. So uh, he's certainly going to isolate for at least five days. And he will return to normal activities after he's had a negative test. And I'm also curious, what precautions, we saw that video the president put out, what precautions did you take for the person who filmed the video? Yeah, I just want to touch on a couple of things. Um, so 
look, right now we saw, we heard from the doctor, Dr. O'Connor, his personal doctor, and he has mild symptoms, and he's continuing to, uh, uh, to continue to do the, the work of the presidency um, from his residence, and I think that's important. Um, and you know, and to your question, April, every every person uh, 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 d reacts to COVID differently, so it is a, it is a hypothetical, right? We have we're going to keep an eye. Uh, the doctor is going to keep an eye on him. Uh, I think what's important, though, and I really want to take this opportunity to say this, and Dr. Jha said this as well, is that he is vaccinated and he is double boosted, which gives him uh, protection, right? Which makes what makes it uh, uh, puts him in a good position, just like every other American that he fought so very hard for to make sure that we had a comprehensive uh, uh, COVID plan to get people vaccinated, boosted, and also Paxlovid, right? And so. What's, what we need to know is he has mild symptoms uh, and, uh, and he is going to continue to do his work. Uh, as we've seen from the video, Ashley, I'm gonna take your question right now. Uh, look, in the, in the video that you saw, uh, there was a, a vid his video videographer was there with him, wore an N95 mask, had the appropriate distance, the six, foot, the six feet distance, in the same, same situation as well with the, fo with the photo. Um, and as you saw in the video, he was outside, so we did that outside, uh, and with the photo, he took off his mask so that we can, so that the American people could see him and see directly, uh, you know, see the work that he's doing and that he's sitting at his deck, desk continuing to do his work. But just wanted to give that, Dr. Jean. And you've been listening to a briefing from the White House talking about the president's condition, the president today testing positive for COVID-19. The White House and the COVID response coordinator, Dr. Shija, saying that the president has a runny nose, a slight dry cough, and he is being treated for COVID with Paxlovid. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.